This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards here on 104.5 The Team ESPN Radio. Overtime offers a powerful look into a legendary program in the sport itself that only John U. Bacon could deliver. It's his new book. It's based on Bacon's unprecedented access to the Michigan program. Overtime follows the University of Michigan's coaches, players, and staffers through the 2018 season including head coach Jim Harbaugh, offensive star Shea Patterson and Karen Higdon, and NFL-bound defensive standouts Rashawn Gary, Devin Bush Jr., and Chase Vinovich, among others, all striving to live and play the Michigan way while tuning out all of the external noise and pressures inherent when competing at the Big House, the nation's largest stadium. Bacon met with them every week during a season that saw the Wolverines ride a thrilling 10-game winning streak to push to number four in the nation then take an embarrassing and significant beating at the hands of arch-rival Ohio State. Led by the legendary and often controversial coach, Urban Meyer. Overtime also previews this campaign. John Bacon is the author of the national bestseller, The Great Halifax Explosion, and four best-selling books about college football, including Three and Out, Fourth and Long, End Zone, and Bo's Lasting Lessons, co-authored with legendary Michigan coach Bo Schembechler. He is a featured commentator on the American Game, ESPN's fall documentary series this fall. A former feature writer for the Detroit News, Bacon has written for the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and Sports Illustrated, and his writing has twice been anthologized in the Best American Sports Writing Series. He's taught at Northwestern University's Middle School of Journalism and the University of Michigan. A graduate of the UNM makes his home in Ann Arbor. Happy to have John Bacon join me now here on Speaking of Writers. John, welcome to this program. Steve, thank you. So what made you decide to write this book? Well, I thought, based on your introduction, you probably already know this, I thought after End Zone, the rise, fall, and return of Michigan football, that I was done writing about college football, especially when the next book, The Great Halifax Explosion, about a whole different subject, of course, I uh, did very well, another national bestseller. Um, I thought, okay, I'll go more in that direction in the future. But I realized last summer there's some questions that were still unanswered. The biggest one I wanted to get to is not just how the team is going to do and so on, but is college football worth it at the highest level uh, for the players, basically, as well as the staffers and the parents. So I wanted to ask that question during the season, and that was uh, very enlightening uh, to get those answers in the epilogue. John Bacon's my guest here. His new book is Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. So what is life like inside this big-time college football program? Very organized, very intense, very disciplined, high-pressured, and usually a very good camaraderie, camaraderie I would say. Um, one of the best questions I, answers I got to a question about uh, the staffers. These are the nutritionists the strength coaches, the recruiting directors, the academic counselors, and so on, is their favorite question from fans is, what do you guys do in the off-season? And they chuckle, and then they say, in the off-season, we scale our hours back from 100 hours a week to 50 hours a week. So that's the off-season for these guys. It's very intense. And what even the parents told me is, nobody knows how much effort goes into each and every game the whole season. That was the biggest shocker of all, really. So uh, I guarantee you, no matter how bad the losses are for fans, they're far worse for the players and the staffers and the parents. John, in this book, Overtime, you give a human portrait of eight players. And you ask the question, with all the risks they take, is it all worth it? Is it? And the answer was that it was. 
but they gave it a lot of thought. It was qualified. Uh, yes, if is the answer. Yes, if you're working for a coach that you admire and cares about you personally. Yes, if you're working for a program that has the money and the resources and the will to look out for your health uh, and your future well-being as a human being 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Yes, also if you're playing for more than an NFL contract or just a chance to win a Big Ten title, because you might not get those things. Um, so for those reasons, the answer is yes, but for reasons I did not actually anticipate. So that was fascinating. You mentioned Coach there, and this book, Overtime, offers the fullest portrait yet of Jim Harbaugh. Uh, you interviewed a lot of people, um, kindergarten to the present, uh, former junior high coaches, teammates, friends, family, his father, brother, um, John, coach of the NFL's Baltimore Ravens, of course. Is there a common theme about Jim Harbaugh that came up throughout all, all these interviews? There actually were, and the advantage being uh, from his hometown, and we're the same age, actually. I grew up playing baseball against Jim and hockey with him one semester, and Steve, one of us is a great athlete, but I won't tell you who. <laughs> but uh, you might be able to guess. Uh, but I knew his third grade classmates, his seventh grade teammates, his ninth grade football coaches. So I talked to all these people, as well as Jack Harbaugh at great length, uh, numerous times, about ten times. Uh, John Harbaugh, his brother, who coaches the NFL, Baltimore Ravens, and of course Jim himself, as well as his wife. Uh, three things stuck out from an early age. One, he was cocky almost from the start. The kind of thing that Bo Schimbeckler noticed when Jim's dad, Jack, was coaching with Bo in the uh, 70s. Um, but Jack's theory is that that's because he's always hanging out with John Harbaugh, his older brother by two years, and John's friends. And not as a tag-along, but as part of their gang. And Jim said, if you're going to hang out with guys who are two years older and good athletes, you probably have to be cocky just to keep up. And that's where that comes from. The competitiveness is not that surprising, but we've got great stories about that. The third thing, the third C, is caring. And this is kind of a bit surprising, I think, given his public image. But again and again, from his junior high school teammates and classmates, they talked about the thing that stuck out the most about Jim after the cockiness and the competitiveness was his caring for the kind of guys who were getting picked on by bullies. And Jim would confront those bullies, often get in fights, and would defend them. So that was kind of a cool aside, which might explain why Jim's a lightning rod in public, but the players love him. Yeah, what did uh, the eight players say about him? That he's tough, he's demanding, he's not messing around, but you know at the end of the day that he loves you and he cares about you about more than a football player, and he cares about you if you're an All-American or a walk-on. And those things went a long way with those guys. And that was contrasted to D.J. Durkin, their former defensive coach, who ended up being the coach of Maryland when they lost a player last summer uh, in workouts uh, due to heat exhaustion, basically. And the players on the team said, that guy pushed you, but he didn't care about you, and that's how they felt about him. And that's a note of the contrast. They would have told me the truth, I think, if the truth was negative about Jim. So uh, basically, tough love was the answer. This book, Overtime, also presents real-time leadership lessons. What do you think of Harbaugh as a leader? I think it's a very good one. Uh, it's obviously tricky when you're 10-3, three, 3 out of 4 years, and that's a very good record in the grand scale. But you've not beaten your arch-rival yet, Ohio State 0-4, and, and not won a Big Ten title yet. But Man, he has succeeded everywhere else at University of San Diego, a Division II school, uh, 1AA, sorry. Um, Stanford, the 49ers NFL team, of course, and done pretty well at Michigan so far, pretty, very well, actually. Um, but ultimately, leadership kind of boils down to two things. You've got to care and you've got to push, and I think Jim scores very high in both those.
My guest is John Bacon here on Speaking of Writers. His new book is Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. Full disclosure, we're taping this before the Michigan-Wisconsin game at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison uh, this Saturday. Wolverines have a great record. They're going for their 20th all-time victory at Camp Randall Stadium. His nemesis, Urban Meyer, Ohio State, he's gone, now a TV commentator. How do you think they're going to do, John, the rest of the way this year? Uh, great question. Uh, the first two games uh, gave shivers, I believe, to Michigan fans and uh, ammo to the national critics. Looked so-so against uh, Middle Tennessee State and, of course, went to double overtime against Army uh, at, the, at the Big House in Ann Arbor last, or two weekends ago. So the jury's kind of out on that, but my take is that Shea Patterson, the quarterback, will be back to full health against Wisconsin, which you'll know about by the time this runs. Um, should be healthy the rest of the way. Got a new offense. They got two other big players back on the offensive line and a receiver and another defensive player back as well. So if they're all back and healthy, they should be fine. Um, it's a long season. That's the catch. And uh, my guess is right now I've called them 11-1 and for this season. Let's see if I'm right. I can't see going through the seventh hardest schedule in America without a loss. Uh, but I bet this is the year that uh, Harbaugh finally beats Ohio State. So mm. hanging it out there. But as my friend Bo Schimbeckler often said, Michigan's old coach, Bacon, don't forget, the damn ball is pointy. The point being that no one knows which way it's going to bounce. So my prediction, Steve, is not worth much. <laughs> uh, Iowa at home, uh, just looking down the rest of the schedule here. Obviously, the 19th and 26th of October, two uh, tough games at Penn State. and then, uh, But they have Notre Dame at home this year, too. They've got uh, Iowa at home. They've got uh, Penn State on the road, uh, Wisconsin on the road. And you've also got their three biggest rivals, Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State, all at home, but you play three of those guys within five weeks. So that is going to be a brutal stretch. It's hard to imagine getting through those five games undefeated. Uh, so they're going to be tested, and home or not, those are very tough games. And all three of those teams will always play you tough. And, John, what would you like readers to take away from your book over time? That these players are human beings. You don't have to be a, a, football, a Michigan football fan to care about this book. Maybe not even a football fan. If you care about the FBI, you want to find out how it works, or the CIA, you get a book on that from the inside. This book is on the inside, explaining how college football really looks and how it feels to the players, the parents, and the staffers who live it every day. So in that sense, these guys quit being video characters and become human beings again during the course of this book. And that was gratifying to write. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Steve. Real pleasure. John U. Bacon, the New York Times bestselling author, the book Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. He's got a website, too, johnubacon.com, and you can follow him on Twitter, too, at John U. Bacon. Again, the book is Overtime.